Hey, this is episode 39 of How to Be a Steminist. This episode is all about how to handle bad feedback with confidence. Now, I know for a lot of us, when we receive bad feedback or constructive feedback, as I like to call it, it really beats us down. It totally obliterates our confidence levels, right? So listen in if you want to know how to accept bad feedback into your life in a confident manner so that you can improve in the future. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Before we get started today, I wanted to ask you a question. Did you know that there are seven quick and easy actions that will get you the recognition you finally deserve at work? Now, these are all things that you can implement straight away. They're not things that take ages to put together or ages to implement into your life. They are things that you can do right now. If you don't already know what they are, I highly encourage you to head on over to www.tiffanydawson.co forward slash career dash audit to get your free gift from me. This is where you can check in to your own career to see if you're doing these seven things. And if you're not, don't worry, because now you know what they are. Now you can put these into your career plan and Do them right now so you can get that step up in your career that you already deserve. It's just that you're leaving these few easy actions on the table. There's also a link to this in the show notes. So if you didn't take down the website, just head on over to the show notes and the first link at the top of the show note notes, show note notes (laughs) right there. All right. Bad feedback. Who is afraid of bad feedback? (laughs) I know that personally, when I receive constructive feedback from someone, the first emotion I feel is hurt. I feel really hurt because most of the time I am trying my very best to do the right thing or to do work that is up to a fairly high standard. There are other times I feel hurt because I know I haven't done enough and I'm fully aware of it. And just the fact of having someone else call it out, I feel totally personally attacked. Now, I don't know if that resonates with you and whether you have similar reactions, but I would say that for most people, this is a pretty common knee-jerk reaction. You feel hurt because even in those times where I knew I didn't do my 
best, there is always a reason why I didn't. So maybe I ran out of time, maybe I didn't know how to do it, maybe I procrastinated because I was unsure about how to perfect my work. There's a whole host of reasons, but at the core of it, we are always trying our best with the knowledge and the tools and the resources that we have. So when you get bad feedback, it really, really hurts. It's like being punched in the gut. And that is okay if you feel that way. Now, apart from feeling really hurt when you receive bad feedback, the next common reaction, which I often get myself, is that my confidence drops. I automatically feel like I'm no good at doing that thing. I am not worthy of having the position or the power to continue doing this thing that I've received bad feedback on. So it's kind of a bit of a double whammy, isn't it? First, you get some bad feedback, you feel hurt, and then your confidence drops. When your confidence drops, you're less likely to do as well afterwards because you already believe that you're not good at doing that thing. I remember very early on in my engineering leadership career, so this was when I first took on a leadership role, I took on a new team member. Now, this team member I was pretty intimidated by to start off with because this person had about 20 years more experience than me. He had come in from running his own engineering practice and for whatever reason, he needed to be employed again. He couldn't run his own engineering practice anymore, um, but he used to work as an engineering consultant, just like I was, and he used to lead massive teams. He was technically probably one of the smartest people I knew. He talked about engineering calculations like, you know, he was talking about the weather. He, he just knew everything, it felt like. So when he came on, I felt really, really nervous about leading him. And I tried my absolute best to be a good leader to this person. Now, you can imagine that for someone who has been in quite a powerful position in corporate beforehand, then someone who runs his own business for years and years, being one of the top experts in our area for this field, he probably felt a little bit insecure being led by a 20-something-year-old woman, right? So there was quite a strange dynamic between the two of us. I was trying really, really hard to impress this person who I was now a leader for, and this person probably resented me a little bit for being in higher power, you know, figuratively speaking, in the workplace, being at a you know, more senior level than him after all his years of respectful experience. So just to set the scene, that's what the dynamic was between us. Now, because I can see this now with clarity, <laughs> looking back on it, but because he 
had this kind of resentment, he was a little bit difficult to manage, to say the least. And it really took him a while to settle into his position, realize that he's no longer the leader of the team, but he had some amazing value to give to the team because he was so technically knowledgeable that he would be the person that everyone could go to for technical advice and for all of the checking of work and everything like that. I was just the person who could communicate between the client and the team and organize everyone so that they're doing their best work in order to deliver the best solution to the client. There were quite a few times where he would take me into a meeting room and tell me he wasn't happy with this and that and it was never a personal attack on me. It was just him really having to work to understand the dynamics of the team and where he fit in. So there was a bit of back and forth when it came to that. So to my surprise, a couple of weeks later, when I got called in by our office manager into his office, telling me that, oh, this person uh, who you've been leading, he has put in a complaint against you saying that you're not listening to him. You're not being a good leader. Now, you can imagine how I felt at that point. I had put so much energy, so much time and effort into making sure I was being the best leader possible to this person who was trying to find his place in the team. To hear that behind my back without even telling me first, he's gone to our office director and told him that I'm not a good leader. At first, I felt hurt because he hadn't taken the time to speak to me first and I thought we were creating quite a good relationship, then I felt embarrassed that I felt that I had the ability to lead this person who which, who was so much more senior than me. And I guess my confidence in leadership, in my leadership skills plummeted. So I was already not mega confident in my leadership skills because this was a new role to me. And having this person who was very, very experienced tell on me, basically, uh, to say that I was being a bad leader and that I wasn't listening, it was really hurtful. And I felt like my confidence in leadership just disappeared in a second. The other thing that really triggered me was that I pride myself on being quite a good listener. So when someone had told me that I wasn't listening, that was a real slap in my face. That really triggered me on a very, very core level. Okay, so have you been in a similar position before? Maybe it's not exactly to do with your leadership skills, but maybe it's to do with something that you worked really, really hard on at work, something that you put lots of time and energy into, and someone told you you just weren't pulling your weight, you just weren't doing a good enough job. How did you feel? What emotions were running through your brain at that time? Was it similar to what I experienced? For me, I guess I went through a couple of different stages of grief, let's call it. Firstly, I was super angry. 
I called in my line manager and I said, okay, I really need to go get out of the office and speak to you in a cafe somewhere else other than here. I felt so angry. I laid it all out and I really let that angry side of me out. Now, if any of you have read the book, The Chimp Paradox, you'll know what I'm talking about when I said I let my chimp out. This means it's that really visceral response to acting out on your emotions. It is it is really a reactive response more than anything. I talked bad about this person. I complained. I said how unfair it all was. And I really let it rip. That was my first response. I let all of this anger out of my body. My second response then, after that anger had left me, was to question all of my abilities. So up until this point, I already felt maybe a little bit insecure in being in a leadership role because I was new to it. And that's completely fine and normal, especially when you're learning to do something new. So my confidence then just completely plummeted. I questioned everything in my past. I brought up all the memories that were proof that I was a bad leader. So times where I'd, you know, made mistakes or gotten decisions wrong, my brain pulled them all to the forefront. And I was kind of proving to myself that I was a bad leader. You can imagine what that did to my motivation at work. (laughs) When you feel like you're bad at something and, you know, you've tried your best to do something well, someone's told you you've done the worst thing possible, your motivation goes. It's really hard to feel like you're doing a good job when you've been told that you're doing a bad job. So that was the second thing. My confidence just complete, like, was just gone. Then thirdly and finally, I started to get a little bit more realistic and logical about the whole situation. So this kind of probably happened over two to three weeks. Finally, you know, my my chimp was let out. My chimp was exercised. He had enough anger and, you know, guilt running around my head. Finally, the logical side of my brain could be released and heard by myself. So what did I think at this time when I started thinking logically? Firstly, I really questioned and I depersonalized the whole situation and questioned myself like I was a third person. What did I do that could have caused this? Like, which part of this was I responsible for? Truly. Was I responsible for any of it? Was this person just, you know, trying to make my life difficult? What was actually going on? Next, I asked myself, was there any evidence in my past that I could be a good leader? Did I ever get any good feedback from my leadership skills? And when I thought about that, I realized that 
For most of the time that I was leading a team, my team members were telling me that I was a great listener, that I would always take the time to listen to their challenges and to help them overcome them wherever I could. And if I couldn't, I could point them to a resource that would help. They also all told me that I was a patient person and that I was a good leader, that I was helping them to thrive in their workplace. I really let this one piece of bad feedback erase all of the good feedback that I had gotten in the past, which sounds ridiculous now that I say it out loud, right? Because of this discrepancy, I realized something really important, and this is the one thing I want you to listen into. So if you've snapped out of it, come back, listen in now. This is the golden piece. The one thing I realized was that this piece of feedback was not about me. It was not about my ability to lead. It was about what the person giving me the feedback was thinking and feeling. This relates to all feedback. Listen in again. Feedback is not about you. It is about the person giving you the feedback. So I described to you this person's past earlier. So if we can think about it in a more logical sense, this person wasn't actually saying that I was a bad leader. They just felt that their needs wasn't, weren't being met by my leadership style. So it's telling me that that person felt insecure in their role, That person felt like they weren't being listened to in the workplace. That person felt like they weren't being valued. It wasn't that my leadership skills were bad. It wasn't that my listening skills were bad. A really simple example is this. So I feel like I'm quite good at baking cakes, if I may say so myself. So For my friend's birthday, I baked her a lemon drizzle cake and I'd baked it before and lots of people had told me it was good and I thought it was delicious. So I baked her this cake and when I served it up, she tried it. She kind of like, she was being very polite about it, but she kind of screwed up her face and I was like, oh, what's wrong? And she said, oh, I I don't like citrus flavored cakes. So my first gut reaction although much smaller than the whole leadership debacle, but my first cut reaction was like, oh my goodness, my baking is bad. She's saying she doesn't like my baking. I felt a little bit jabbed in the heart. But does that mean my baking wasn't any good? Or does that just tell me that my friend doesn't like eating this type of cake? See, feedback was about her. The feedback wasn't about my ability to bake a cake. It was about her not liking the cake. But here is important part number two. So listen up. It is still important that you listen to feedback when it's bad, when it's constructive. You still need to listen to the feedback because... It will tell you whether you're reaching the person or the right people in the way that you need to. So this simple example for my friend's birthday, if I was ever to bake a cake again, I still know that I'm a good baker, 
but I know that she doesn't like citrus flavored cakes. So just because I'm ba good at baking lemon drizzle cakes, I'm not going to bake it for her again. This cake is for her. This cake is intended to be baked for her. So I still need to listen to that feedback, but it just doesn't mean that I was bad at baking a cake. Now, if we bring it back to the whole workplace scenario, the feedback that I got from this person meant that my leadership style wasn't serving this particular person at this particular time. It didn't mean that I was necessarily a bad listener. It didn't mean that I was a bad leader and that I wasn't trying. It's just that in this particular scenario, he didn't felt, feel supported in his role. So if I am his leader, I need to stop wallowing in my own sorrow. If my job is to support this person, I still need to listen to that feedback and ask him now, what can I do to make you feel heard? What can I do to help get you in a place where you thrive in your position? The two weeks of wallowing in sorrow and being really angry, lashing out in front of my manager, that wasn't helping me to become a good leader to this person. So if you ever receive bad feedback, here's what I need you to do. Firstly, if you feel any anger, try and let it out. Exercise your chimp. Let that chimp run wild for a very short period of time. So if you have a friend who's really close to you, or um, if you don't, you can write it out in a journal, but try and tell this person, tell your friend or tell your journal all the things you're angry about and just make sure that they know that you're just exercising your chimp. You don't necessarily mean all this stuff. You just need to get it out of your system. Give yourself like five to 10 minutes max, that's it. Next, once you've exercised your chimp, you need to remember the golden nugget. Feedback is not about you. It is about the person giving you the feedback. So this helps you to depersonalize what has been said to you or what has been said about you and your skills and to start empathizing with that person. Why has this person given you this bad feedback? Why are they hurt enough to tell you you've done a bad job? Or why have they told you, you know, your report has been written in a way that could be improved? You know, what, what has happened there? What is this piece of feedback telling me about that person? And then finally, you need to decide how to proceed and how to proceed should always be based on you producing the best solution or you following the highest good, whatever that looks like. So you need to first decide, does this person's opinion actually matter to the final results? So if, say, you've written a work report and your sister picks it up and she says it's really boring to read. Does it matter? Is she the client? Does she work with you? If not, then who cares? Like that, that person's opinion, your sister's opinion about your work report has got no weight. It carries no weight to your final result. So just leave that. If the person's opinion does matter, if it was your boss who said, okay, your report writing skills need to improve, then you need to decide, okay, 
is this something I'm going to invest time in? Is this something that I want to continue doing? If so, make corrections, learn the skill, learn from your manager what you can improve next time and make sure you actually improve. Look, if you struggle with handling bad feedback, just know that you're not alone. There are some people who will look like, you know, they just brush it off and keep going and it doesn't bother them. But you need to realize that this is a natural human response. When someone criticizes you, especially on something that you've worked really hard on, it's okay to feel a bit offended. But it's what you do after that. It's what reaction you choose to move forwards with that makes a difference, that actually matters. So how are you going to handle bad feedback the next time you get it? Or have you recently received some bad feedback and you're not sure how to deal with it. I hope that the steps in today's episode has been helpful, but if you feel that your particular situation just doesn't quite fit in with the steps from today, reach out to me. I want to hear from you. It really helps me to figure out whether the information I'm giving out in this podcast is helpful to you or not. And if it's not, it's really useful for me to help you move through that so that I can then teach other people how you've moved through it and how the advice in my podcast can be extended so that they can get the best result out of it as well. So what I'm saying to you is if you have any constructive feedback for me in this podcast episode or others, I will be handling it with this level of confidence and it will all be for the highest good. It will all be so all of you can benefit more from the content I'm putting out in this podcast. Does that sound okay to you? All of my contact details are on the show notes of this podcast episode. So head on over, choose your favorite platform and get in contact with me. If you got any value out of today's episode, could you do me a quick favor? Share this with a friend or a colleague or someone else who you know will also get value out of this. My mission for this podcast really is to make sure that this kind of information that will be helpful for women in STEM in their careers is accessible to as many people as possible because it is little tips and tricks like this that make such a massive difference to a person's career and their confidence in their STEM career, especially when us women don't always have the available, relatable role models that we would like to have. So share this episode with a friend, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it, I'm at Tiffany Dawson underscore, or yeah, just send it to a friend, send the link to your friend from wherever you're listening to this. I'd be so appreciative of you helping me out that way. Now, as always, I really appreciate any ratings and reviews that come along. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you've been enjoying it, please, if you could spare me 60 seconds of your time to head on over to Apple iTunes or podcasts to give me a quick rating and review, that would be amazing. Now, 
I will be back next Wednesday with a fresh new episode. So make sure you tune in then. I really look forward to speaking to you soon. 